You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. Welcome back! It's another podcast episode, and I'm so happy that you're here today. Let's jump into this thing. Father, I thank you for every single podcast listener today, and I thank you that they are here by divine appointment because you have something that you want to speak to them today. So we just connect. We connect with your mind. We connect with your heart. We connect with what you're doing right now. And I just yield. I yield my body as an instrument of righteousness. And I just say, think through my mind, speak through me today, and make this a revelatory word for every single person. Father, give direction, give correction, give insight, and edify and encourage every single person that has been drawn to listen to the podcast today. And we just receive it, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I am so glad that you decided to listen to this podcast today. I bet you might be wondering a little bit about the title of this podcast. It's called the DMV of heaven because that's kind of a strange name. I don't really think that I'd ever heard it anywhere before, but it is actually a pretty important term in my life. And I wanted to invite you into more of like a coaching call today. And when I say coaching call, I mean the calls that I do with my clients and my students and and my prospective clients and students on a regular basis. Because DMV of heaven really describes the grace and the gifting that is on my life. If you wonder sometimes you know, why on these podcasts, it seems like I'm talking directly to you. It's because there is a grace on my life that you're plugging into, that you are connecting into, that really is by divine design and by divine assignment. You see, I am on assignment in the body of Christ. And if you go and read Ephesians chapter 4, and you read Ephesians 11 and 12 and kind of read down in that chapter, it talks about the gifts that have been given by Jesus to the church, to the body of Christ, for the equipping of the saints. And although... I kind of describe myself all the time as a a life purpose coach or a transformation coach. The reality of it is, is that I'm operating out of several of the fivefold, what is called the fivefold ministry graces that are described in Ephesians 4 and 11 and 12. So I want to kick off today just by reading that. And my hope and my purpose in sharing this podcast today is that I want you to get the maximum flow 
out of the grace that's on my life. I want you to maximize, really, your ability to receive from that grace. You know, Jesus said this one time, and it's relevant here. He said, those that receive a prophet in the name of a prophet receive a prophet's reward. And what that really means is that when you recognize a prophet as a prophet, you receive a reward. And the prophet's reward is a very specific grace. The purpose of prophets is to awaken your spiritual senses so that you operate prophetically. Prophets are graced with the ability to activate the body of Christ's spiritual senses. You know, a lot of times we think about the prophetic gift and we think, oh, we're just going to go listen to all these words that the prophets say and we're going to subscribe to Elijah list and we're going we're gonna to get a word in due season. And obviously that is a part of the grace, a part of what prophets do in the body of Christ. They actually prophesy to the body of Christ and give corporate words and individual words as led by the Lord. But the primary purpose of the prophet, as it's described in Ephesians 4 and 11 and 12, is for the equipping of the body of Christ. It's for the equipping of the saints, it says, for the work of their ministry. And so the prophet's reward is the prophetic. And when you recognize that prophet as a prophet, and you enter into the grace that is on that prophet's life, well, now you get the reward of being prophetic. And that is the case with all of the ministry graces, all of the fivefold gifts that are described in Ephesians chapter 4. So let's go over there really quick. Let me read the scriptures to you, and then we'll jump off from there. So I'm going to start in verse, I'm going to read it in the Amplified Bible, and I'm going to start in verse 11, and it says this, it says, and his gifts to the church were varied, and he himself appointed some as apostles, some as prophets, some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers. And he did this to fully equip and perfect the saints, God's people, for works of service, to build up the body of Christ, the church, until we all reach oneness in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, growing spiritually to become a mature believer, reaching to the measure of the fullness of Christ." And then it amplifies it by saying, manifesting his spiritual completeness and exercising our spiritual gifts in unity. Verse 14 says, so that we are no longer children, spiritually immature, tossed back and forth like ships on a stormy sea and carried out by every wind of shifting doctrine, by the cunning and trickery of unscrupulous men, by the deceitful scheming of people ready to do anything for personal profit. So I'll stop there. Uh, But let's go back to the five-fold ministry giftings. It says apostles, prophets, 
evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Now, I'm sharing that scripture because I want you to connect with the grace that is on my life through these podcasts, through my book, through you know, scheduling breakthrough calls through going through one of my programs, whatever way you're connected, I want you to get the full impact of the grace on my life. And so today I just wanted to describe what that grace is. And I wanted to answer a couple of questions that I commonly get about working with me. So the first thing I I mentioned a moment ago is that I said, you know, when I'm out just, you know, talking on my Facebook lives or I'm, you know, out speaking in various, you know, platforms and stuff, I usually describe myself, I mean, even in my bio for my book, I usually describe myself as a transformation coach or as a life purpose coach. And the reason I do that is because I love to work with all kinds of people, regardless of where they might be in their intimacy with Jesus. I love talking to people and being able to translate what I do in a language that is equally applicable to people who are not yet believers as it is to people that have been walking with the Lord for 40 years. And this Ephesians 4 11 and 12 language about apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, and pastors is usually translatable only to a certain segment of the population. You know, if you are a charismatic Christian, then you're familiar most likely with all five of those fivefold giftings. But if you grew, you know, if you're in a more, you know, traditional denomination or Catholic or, uh, you know, not even really having a church background, then you may or may not be familiar with those those descriptions, apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, and pastor. So life purpose coach, transformation coach, is kind of a, I don't know, unreligious way to say or to describe the grace that is on my life. But I want to just break it down for you scripturally for a moment so that you can understand what I'm operating in from a scriptural perspective. So I have been called into ministry as an apostle, prophet, and teacher. And so on these podcasts, I'm typically operating in the prophetic grace and the teaching grace. And depending on how else you're connecting with me, whether it's through my book or through Emerge School of Transformation, If you're connecting with me in that regard, then I'm going to flow also, in addition to the prophetic and teaching gift, in an apostolic grace. You know, apostolic grace, prophetic grace, and teaching grace are three very different giftings. An apostolic grace is the grace to mother and father, spiritual kids, God's kids. And when I say mother and father, what it means is, is that we 
grow the body of Christ. We grow uh, the Father's kids into maturity primarily through connecting them supernaturally with heaven and their true identity in Christ. Apostles are typically, you know, a lot of times people think of apostles as church planters, but it's it's much, much more uh, varied than that. The Apostle Paul told Timothy, you have many teachers, but very few fathers. And so apostolic gifts are really raising people up into the fullness of who they are in Christ and then really releasing them and parenting them as they fulfill the call of God on their life. If you read the Apostle Paul's letters to Timothy, for example, he was admonishing him to fulfill the call of God on his life. He was coaching him, if you will, into manifesting the fullness of the gifts that God had put inside of him. And so apostles are very much activators of spiritual gifts. They are very much launchers of people into their destinies. And so that is a a huge part of the gifting that is on my life and the grace that exists for you to connect with. And so it translates well into the idea of a life purpose coach or in a tra- as, a, as a transformation coach, which, you know, I might actually describe more accurately as a transfiguration coach. Now, granted, that's not a, a super, I don't know, easy to understand way of saying it, but truthfully, the grace on my life is to reveal the Christ in you to you and then through you. And transfiguration is a beautiful visual word to describe that process. Now, the prophetic grace that is on my life is obviously what I'm operating in every single time you get a love letter from dad. Uh, Those kisses from heaven emails that I send out every week and, and on the blog where I'm just sitting and hearing from the Father, hearing what he wants to speak to you that day. But I also want to say that that grace operates heavily in the work that I do so that when you read my book or you enroll in Emerge, you are activated in the realm of the gifts of the Spirit. You are activated into supernatural communion with the Holy Spirit and with Jesus and with the Father so that it's like an atmosphere that you enter into that opens your spiritual eyes, opens your spiritual ears, and opens your spiritual access, if you will, activates, I guess is a better way, uh, your spiritual senses so that you can live out of an awareness of the unseen realm and experience more of God and more of the spirit realm. And then, of course, that last grace teacher is operating anytime that I'm teaching. 
So Facebook Lives, here on the podcast. And so that is a grace that, you know, expounds upon spiritual truths. And when that's coupled with the prophetic gifts, as such as it operates in my life, it really is a prophetic flow of teaching that is connected to the Holy Spirit as teacher. So that's a little bit about the grace that is on my life. And I want you to think about what it looks like to receive from those graces that are on my life. And I get this question a lot. And honestly, it's kind of a a sidebar and a, a kind of a secondary reason that I wanted to record this podcast is because I'm always talking about it. I'm talking about it when I'm sharing about Emerge with people. I talk about it when people are in Emerge and I'm sharing with them how to best enter into the, the transformation that God wants to do while they're working with me. And connecting with that grace has everything to do, first of all, with awareness of it, which is why I'm taking the, the time to explain it, but it, it also has to do with just understanding the benefit of those graces so that you can get the full measure out of the connection that God has established between us, even if I've never met you. You know, mentoring and coaching doesn't necessarily have to happen in person anymore. We have this incredible thing called media. So we can be mentored by books. We can be mentored by podcasts. We can be mentored by all kinds of uh, information now that in the past would have had to happen in some kind of personal, uh, you know, interaction or group setting where there was personal interaction happening. And so let me just kind of connect this to the title of this podcast here, because if, if I really want to describe to you the benefits that you get through our connection so that you can really receive that, you can be aware of it, you can release your faith for it so that the fullness of that grace is, is manifested in your life. I like to say, and this came straight from the Father, that my job in heaven is that I work in the DMV of heaven. Now, that's kind of a funny statement. It was kind of funny when I, when I heard God tell me that term the first time, because if you're like me, I'm like the DMV, like that doesn't sound like heaven at all. <laughs> that's like one of the worst places on earth. But the DMV in heaven is the only way that it is similar to the DMV on earth is that you get a license. You get a license in the DMV of heaven. Now, it's, it's a driver's license, if you will, but it's a different kind of driver's license in the DMV of heaven. In the DMV of heaven, where I work, here's what happens. You come into the DMV of heaven, meaning you come into my presence, whether that's on a breakthrough call or whether that's an emerge or whether that's any time that you're going to connect with me. And what's going to happen is I'm going to see you. And I'm going to be able, by the grace of God that is on my life, 
Look at your identity. God is going to show me who you are in heaven. It is the best gift, the best grace, in my opinion, on the planet. I can just walk around and look at people and see who they are in heaven. Like, how cool is that? But here's the even better part, is that I give you a license to be you. And I am standing fully in agreement with the Father, saying, go, go be you. You have permission. You have a license. You, you in fact, are commanded <laughs> to go be you, to manifest the fullness of who you are in heaven, of who you are from daddy's perspective. And there is such an incredible freedom that comes from that grace. You know, when I speak to you about being you, right? Being who you are in Christ, being who God's created you to be, there is an authority on that. There is an authority that is is heaven's credentialing. See, that's the beautiful thing about heaven's identity. It's the beautiful thing about who God has created us to be. All of heaven is in agreement with that identity. In fact, the unseen realm in general is in agreement with that identity. The unseen realm recognizes us. The problem is, is that a lot of times we don't recognize us, which is why the grace that operates in the DMV of heaven is so necessary. We need these graces in our lives We need the prophetic. We need the apostolic. We need the teaching graces in our lives so that we can also get into agreement with who we are and what we're called to do and then be commissioned, be sent out to go do it. The commissioning of heaven is everything. That is exactly what Jesus was talking about in Matthew chapter 16 when he said the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. In what church? The church that is operating individually in in the varied members that make up the church in their true identity. If you think about that, that, that scripture in context, the context is, Peter and Jesus are having an exchange. And Jesus is asking his disciples, who do men say that I am? You know, he's wanting to know, is there anybody here that works on the DMV of heaven? Is there anybody that sees me from my heavenly persona? Is there anybody here that can see my true identity? And so the disciples start throwing out different identities that people thought Jesus was. Well, they think you're Jeremiah. They think you're Elijah. Basically, people are saying he's a dead a prophet, risen from the dead, I guess. But then Peter raises his hand. Now, at this point, he's Simon, remember. He raises his hand and he says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Bingo, bingo. Simon, all of a sudden, got a revelation. He got a revelation straight from the Father. In fact, Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven. In other words, that didn't come from the earthly realm. That came straight 
from heaven. It came straight from the Father. And, and by the grace of God, at that moment, Peter, who was also called to be an apostle, got a taste of the DMV of heaven anointing and called Jesus out in his true identity. But then even better than that, Jesus turns around and operates in the exact same grace and begins to tell Simon who he is. He says, Simon, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Now, that rock that is pointed to or uh, translated from Peter, which is Petra in the Greek, this rock that that is going to be the the foundation of the church is not just the revelation of who Jesus is. Obviously, that's key. But it is the revelation of Jesus that turns around and reveals who Peter is. The church is going to be built by a revelation of the Peters, of us, of the individual living stones that are going to be built upon the foundation of Jesus. And so in this scripture, what's happening is an example of what it means to operate out of the DMV of heaven. Because until we know who we are, we can't be who we are. And until we can be who we are, we can't do what we're called to do. It's kind of like Clark Kent not knowing he's Superman, and because he doesn't know he's Superman, he can't go save the world. He can't save the world as Clark Kent. He has to live out of his true identity, out of his, in this case, quote-unquote, his heavenly persona, his supernatural, his superhero persona in order to go make the impact and the difference in the world that he is destined to make. And so the grace that is on my life, the grace that is on my school, and one of the biggest, most powerful benefits that happens when people connect to that grace is that they are empowered. They are empowered to take off (laughs) the old man, right? Take off the Clark Kent persona and put on Christ, put on their Superman persona and go, be released, be freed to go manifest the fullness of who they actually are, to make the impact and change the world and save people's lives and serve others out of their supernatural identity to the fullness that God has purposed and intended for their life. As someone who has had that apostolic grace poured into my life, and as someone who understands in my own life the importance of having mentors and having coaches and having people who operate in the gift that enables them to see me and see my potential, has been a huge part of my spiritual maturation process. It has been a huge part of me coming into agreement 
with who God has created me to be. And I really can't under, I can't overestimate, I guess, or I can't overemphasize the power of connection with the DMV of heaven and with the grace that is on my life. One of the things that people ask me all the time is, well, can't I just get there on my own? I mean, it shouldn't take all that to, you know, discover and live your purpose. And what I want to say is, Ephesians chapter 4 says it does take all that. Ephesians chapter 4 says that Jesus is manifesting in these fivefold ways to equip the saints, to equip the body of Christ for the work of the ministry. That these equipping gifts, these equipping graces are necessary for the body of Christ to grow into the fullness of the stature of Jesus. And it's a body. It's a body. And there is no member of our body that exists in and of itself or independent from the body. There is a corporate purpose what is the corporate purpose? Well, the corporate purpose is for to preach the gospel to every creature. The, the gospel is to be demonstrated, by the way, with signs and wonders. We're supposed to operate in the supernatural. We're supposed to continue the ministry of Jesus. We are here to make the planet look like heaven and to expand the kingdom of God until it covers the entire planet, which was the original mandate or the original assignment a little differently spoken, that was given to Adam in the garden. Even then, the father was telling Adam and Eve to be fruitful, to multiply, to replenish the earth, and to take dominion, to subdue it, to govern the earth, to make the earth look like the Garden of Eden, which was, in fact, heaven on earth. And so I'm sharing this today because I know that there are listeners that are called to work with me in a more connected manner. And I would be unfaithful to my assignment and to my position in the DOV of heaven if I did not let you know about why working with me, if that in fact is what God has ordained, (laughs) that why working with me is such a powerful experience for those that are called to do it. And so I, I just wanted to be really straightforward in this is who I am. Uh, Because when you leave the DV, the DMV of heaven, like I work there, but I also have visited there and got my own license to be me, (laughs) part of it means that you have to own it. It means that you have to own the gift that you are. You have to own the grace that is on your life. You have to own what you are anointed to do. And when I say own it, you have to have confidence in it, and you have to unapologetically speak it out 
because no one can connect to the gift that you are or the grace that you are if they don't know the grace that you are. That's why it was so powerful when Simon said, here's who you are. (laughs) You're the Christ. And so it's only when you recognize that a prophet is a prophet that you're able to connect with the prophet's reward. It's only when you recognize that I'm operating in the DMV of heaven that you get to come in (laughs) and you get to get your license. So here's really what I, I, I want to just admonish you today to think about, to pray about. If, in fact, you are called to work with me, that I am one of the the fivefold graces that God is connecting you with. In other words, you know, Scripture says that the Father, Jesus, (laughs) he builds his church. Jesus is building the church. And he sets the members of his body in position as it pleases him. This is why we don't go around choosing our churches or choosing our mentors or choosing the the graces that God is connecting us with. That is a divine appointment. That That is divinely orchestrated by the Father. And if you are being called and set into position to work with me, then that's so very important that you know it and that you know how to connect in that space. You know, in my own life, I remember, you know, Dr. Bill Winston out of Chicago was a huge part of me discovering who I was. He's the one that has ordained me, and he's the one that's commissioned me, honestly, into ministry all those years ago. And I say that because <laughs> the first time I heard Pastor Winston, someone invited me to a friend, to a, to attend a friend and invited me to attend the church. And it was so bizarre to me, if I'm just honest. I had grown up in a denominational background and I had no grid for that kind of church, the kind of vision that Dr. Bill Winston operates in. The way he does things, I had no grid for it. First of all, it was charismatic and supernatural. I hadn't been exposed to that stuff. Secondly, I was a minority there. It was predominantly African-American, and that's a completely different culture than I had been exposed to, a different church culture than I had been exposed to. And so it was just foreign to me. I was such a baby. I didn't really understand a lot of things. I surely had never heard of apostles. I didn't know anything about the prophetic. I didn't know anything about anything. And so after I attended that service, and I just remember there was, there, you know, there, there was things that they did about prosperity and, and, and that lack was a curse and that it was not of God. And man, I'd grown up in the Bible Belt and all I knew about money and preachers was scandals. And then I just believe that every preacher wanted your money. So that was foreign to me. But here's what happened. When I left that service in my heart, I basically said, I was polite to everybody, but I'm never going back there again. That was so uncomfortable. That was so bizarre. That was so strange. I just did not have a paradigm for it. I didn't have a box to put it in. And so I'm like, okay, well, nope, not happening. And you know what happened? 
that night I had a dream. And in the dream, now, mind you, at the time, I had more problems on a math book, and that's not an exaggeration. I had been diagnosed just shortly before that with bipolar disorder. I had all kinds of just struggles, uh, and I was in debt, head over heels in debt. I'd been, I had a lot of success outwardly, but inwardly, it was just walking death, honestly. But I had a dream that night, and here's, what, here's what, I, what the father said to me in the dream. He said, if you want to be set free, not only will you go back to that church, but you will do every single thing that man says. Now, you have to recognize, <laughs> I was like the queen of rebellion. I had never done what any man had said. In fact, I had so many authority issues and so much distrust of any type of control. I didn't want any kind of control. I'd grown up. I was just, I, I, I wasn't going to do it. That when the father said that, it was like, you're going to do exactly what that man says. It was, it, this might as well, he might as well have told me, you know, you need to go jump off the Empire State Building and fly. But here's the thing. That word also came with a healthy fear of disobeying it. And I can tell you that I was afraid not to obey. <laughs> and so guess what I did? I went back to the church. I heard Pastor Winston say, these are the classes that you take. You take this foundation class. You take this intercessory repair class. Oh, and by the way, we tithe here. I'd never tithe. I was head over heels in debt. I couldn't afford to tithe. But that dream, hey, you do what the man said. Well, the truth of the matter is, because I obeyed, within six months, I was completely debt-free. And probably within three months, I was completely unrecognizable. Why? Because I positioned, I was positioned in the place that God had ordained. And I connected to the grace that was on Pastor Winston's life and allowed the grace to work. I honored the grace, I recognized the grace, and I got the reward of that grace. So, beloved, I just wanted to share a little bit of, of all of that today so that you could, you know, not just be the spectator listening to the podcast, unless really that's what God's, you know, told you that I'm a teacher in your life. So you're listening to the podcast because that's the grace that you're connected to. Or, you know, maybe you get the kisses from heaven, the love notes from dad, and that's, you know, your connection to the prophetic grace. Or possibly you read the book, and so now you're stepping, you're dipping your toe into apostolic grace. But beloved, I want you to get the full benefit of what I carry as God has designed that to work in your life. I don't want you to peek in the DMV if Jesus is trying to push you in the front door. And here's the thing. When God connects his body supernaturally, when he appoints us to a connection with particular graces, he backs that thing. It's by his design. It's by his will. He knows how to build his body. In fact, it's his responsibility. 
So all that's left to do is just here. If, if you believe that you're connected, then you know what? Schedule a breakthrough call with my team. Learn more about the school. And pray. Because what God ordains, he provides for. So let me pray. Father, I thank you for being the one that sets the members in your body as it pleases you. And I thank you that you know how to build your church, Jesus. You know what you're doing. And it's by divine design. We are each living stones. We are each members of your body. And the Father has purposed our destiny before the foundation of the world. He planned the good works that we are destined to do before time began. And he even laid out the path that we would take. He prepared everything. He prearranged and made everything ready before we even were born, before we even knew our own name. And so, Father, we just are connecting today to the connections that you have for our lives. Father, we want to be in position. We want to be positioned. We want to partake of the reward that you have ordained for us to partake in because we are recognizing the apostles and prophets and teachers and evangelists and pastors that you have in our lives. And whatever that connection looks like for these listeners and this ministry, Father, we just establish that now in the name of Jesus. We just declare that your agenda is being accomplished for that and that the plans of men, the plans of the enemy are canceled in Jesus' name. We declare that the body of Christ is being built according to your agenda. And that the fullness of what you have ordained for the part that I play, for the grace that's on my life as I work in the DMV of heaven, is being completely received as you have designed it. As you've designed it for every single listener. And so we just receive all of that. We thank you for it and we call it done. In Jesus' name. If you have any questions or would like to connect with us in any way, you can always send us an email at infoatchalice.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today. God bless you. Thanks for listening to Shalice's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit shalice.com where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalice's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose He created you for, then visit us at Shalice.com and watch Shalice's free training, where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.